Welcome to The Catholic Journey. This is Deacon Pat coming to you from beautiful Morgan Hill. And I told you guys a few days ago that I'd have a special treat for you. And that special treat is I'm gathered with five of my brothers. And we have kind of a belated, delayed Christmas. And we're gathered here today. And we're spending some time together and enjoying our time together. And I hope your Christmas and the holidays went well as well. Well, we're sitting around the table. Why don't we go around and why don't you guys introduce yourselves? And that way I'll be able to test the microphones and make sure that they're working. So why don't we go ahead, Kev, why don't we start with you and uh, say who you are and uh, where are you in the line of hierarchy for this uh, Kearns clan? Well, okay. Hi, I'm Kevin. And uh, I was fortunate enough to be born first of the six and had to endure the birth of all the other five and it's been a road man it's been a road but you know we do what we have to hey i'm uh mike and i'm brother number five in the lineup and uh just damn proud to be here (laughs) (laughs) okay and i'm tim number two and yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're number two. <laughs> I, I'm, t- I'm trying to hold it, but I'm number two. And then, uh, yeah. And I'm um, part of this knucklehead clan. I'm Terry, number three. Proud to be here. Dan's nest. <laughs> this is Dan. I'm pick six, although I probably wasn't their pick because I was probably supposed to be a girl. <laughs> Danielle. What do you mean, probably? <laughs> I go by Danielle. Daniel, Danielle for short. <laughs> how funny, how funny. Hey, so uh, I uh, te- I think I sent you guys a text uh, a few days ago and said that we would uh, maybe start thinking a little bit about our year and some of the blessings that we've had in our year and, and maybe also how maybe you think that God might have uh, touched your life in a, in a very special way um, or you witnessed something that maybe you thought that God was... Uh, uh, involved in your life in in some way, or really unrelated to that, did something really special happen this year that uh, really comes to mind, or something that you're thankful for? Do any of you guys want to start off? And you know, whenever I get a group of guys together, I, I teach this RCIA class at our parish, and the way we start each of our uh, classes is uh, we start with a prayer, and then we do exactly this: we go around the room and and ask, really, did did. Did you witness anything, or do you feel that God moved in your life in some way? And uh, and I'm so moved sometimes by what some of the people say. So um, I'm my I really have a strategy here. My strategy is I'm going to let you guys go first because it might inspire me to say something after I hear you. But does anybody want to jump in and, and talk about uh, maybe something that happened this year? Sure, I will. And so who, and who are you? Well, I'm Terry, and uh, thanks for having me. And bring in the dogs. Yeah, I do. Um, I have been told often that I do have a face for radio. <laughs> so I really appreciate that. There is something that uh, a blessing that I'm very thankful for uh, this year. My wife had a, a medical screening done, and uh, we thought it would just be a routine screening, but uh, they found a big mass. And we, uh, we were very worried, but they were able to remove that mass and um, she's had a full recovery. But so we feel very blessed because had she not 
went for that routine screening, you know, it, it, they said the outcome would have been very, very bad. So we feel blessed that we kept with the time schedule and, and we caught it early enough that everything went well. So that was a blessing for us this year. And it does show the importance of if you do have medical screenings to get them done. Wow. What, you know, I, I've heard people talk about things like that. And they say that uh, when you're enduring that or you're in the middle of that, that uh, it really can change your perspective or outlook on life. Because for once, you're, you're kind of shooken up a little bit and, and you start seeing that uh, maybe we shouldn't be taking some things for, for granted. Did you think that happened in, in your that experience. did happen. We um, it showed us really our mortality of how you know you can think everything's going along very smoothly and behind the, underneath the surface you could have some very very uh, life threatening things going on, and so to to really uh, value each and every moment and prepare for the life everlasting everlasting. You know that was one of the reasons that uh, <clears throat> that I had you guys endure the the photo shoot that we just took a few minutes ago <laughs> was you just never really know when um, we're not going to have this time together, and yet you know here we are we're we're six siblings and we're under one roof and we're enjoying each other's company and 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 the pleasure of, of sharing our lives with each other, but who knows if that's going to happen? You know, in the last few years. I think it. I think not all six of us could get together at Christmas time, and and so you never really know. And that's really why I wanted to take those pictures and to get this podcast done, where we uh, can all be together and and have this recording, and and hopefully we're not reflecting on this next year because one of us is not here. But you just never never really know. Yeah. Well, it was nice to make the time, uh, you know, the weekend after Christmas, yeah. so people could do their other obligations they might have had, and then we still made time a few days later to all get together and have our Christmas together. Yeah, and and gosh, two of you guys were able to get out of prison. I thought that was great. <laughs> <laughs> For the grace of God. Well, I don't know I'm out yet. I only but, have um, a few more minutes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, you, you I'm do, leaving early today. You do have that leg, uh, <laughs> that leg uh, what is that called? Like a, an yeah. alarm? Ankle, ankle bracelet. 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 Yeah. 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 No, I'm it's kidding. Fashionable. And the monitor also, you, yeah. as, as well as that bracelet. Yeah, that monitor's <laughs> going to go home pretty soon. She's tired of hanging out here. A whole monitor. And detachable leg. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. The ankle yeah. bracelet doesn't work very good for Mike. Could you please put it on this leg? Now, now, it, you guys are probably not getting that joke if you didn't know that that Mike uh, has an amputated leg. And you so do. He, yeah. he has a. You thought you thought that was just a little bit of atrophy. Huh? <laughs> That's no. I thought it's all upper body, no leg days. But he's got a prosthetic on his leg, so we like to make fun of Mike and telling him that often he doesn't have a leg to stand on. Right. Oh. <laughs> okay. Anyone else want to jump in with yeah. that, like a memory? I'll do one. Um, and who are you? Oh, this is Kevin. <laughs> I, I ask myself that a lot. Uh, you know, it's been an interesting last 12 months. Um, I've had three jobs in 12 months, in a 12-month period. And each time was not necessarily planned that I was going to change, but each time ended up with a better job than the one I had before. And I don't know. There was just a calmness in between where I knew... I knew I knew it'd work out. I just I didn't know how necessarily, but it did. And I was I was very thankful for having that faith. And I think a lot of it stems from how we were raised with our parents. That you know, they, dad had such a strong faith. Mom had even a stronger faith. And somehow that just planted the seeds to trust 
And so it made getting through that a little bit easier. I also thought a lot this last year about we are six and we're lucky to be six and we don't know how long it's going to be before we're five, you know, or four and three. And But we need to enjoy and embrace the six that we have. And, you know, I just think that we started to all realize that and, and had a chance, for example, this year to go to the 49er games and spend some quality time with brothers that, you know, some one-on-one time and, you know, small groups and then also the, the big group of all six of us together. And I just hope we do more of that because it really is a blessing that, I know we'll appreciate it more when it's gone, but we definitely should appreciate it while we have it because it's a limited time. So, but I'm thankful. I mean, it's just having my six, my five brothers, the six of us, and blessed life. And I mean, I I have nothing, nothing but thanks for the blessings that I have. And I think it's just become more crystal clear as time goes on. And, you know, we're we have today so let's embrace it and enjoy each other you know i think this is this is deacon pat um i had some free time the other day and i hopped on my motorcycle and i and i drove to uh, marysville and i drove around i drove down our street where we were raised on and jeffrey court and then i went over by the high school and then then i went over to the cemetery and i went to where our, our parents are are buried and and there's something about going to a cemetery because, um, you know, we know that the body, that the soul is not there, uh, you know, after someone dies. But but it's I think it's a great place for us to go and to really spend some time. And it gives us something tangible to really focus on. That's what that grave and that headstone is. But it helps bring back those memories. And, and some of the, the memories that I have of, of mom and dad was just all the blessings that they gave us in our life. But, but also... You know, dad went so fast with a, just a, an instant heart attack that he's there one day and then he was gone the next. And I was at a point in my life where I wasn't uh, that, that close to him. I didn't spend much time with him because I was off doing my own stuff. But then once they're gone, they're gone. And um, yes, our faith tells us that if we try to live the best life we can, try to stay close to God, we'll be reunited to, with them again in heaven. Um, but we're not there now. And so I think it brings back that little bit of a, a heartache and a sorrow that you wish you really could have spent some more time with that person to get them know, get to know them a little bit more intimately and to know a little bit more about them, especially when it's a parent or, or a sibling because they are really a reflection of your life in many ways too. So anyway, when I was sitting there and kind of reflecting on, on my relationship with my parents that are deceased, I really thought about us too, and and our relationship, and and uh, and really, it takes effort to, to spend time together. But I think we're nourished by that as well, and it really helps us to, to grow and to be the best person that we can be as well. So, um, I would like to defer this to somebody else if they'd like to share an experience. Anybody out there would like to share something? Yeah, this is Tim. I can talk about one. Um, <clears throat> I have a couple. One thing that happened this year. Uh, when life was kind of getting a little ho-hum, uh, same routine every day, uh, we get a new little puppy. And uh, that totally changed our life. And puppy poop. Yeah, puppy poop. <laughs> Not only puppy poop. Uh, puppy on the brain. Whenever we leave the house, we forget things and all that. Always worrying about that little puppy. He's also making us so we're not so lazy because he wants to play constantly. And so, um, yeah, that's been a... That's been a really nice blessing for this year. But I have another story that um, 
kind of shows all my brothers how selfless and how um, just amazing they are. I have a little story about each one. Um, uh, Kevin, who like took over when dad died, he took over as the patriarch of the family and has been taking care of all of us. But one example I have is Angela, my wife Angela and I were going on a trip in our trailer and we were 30, 40 miles out of town. I mean, we were way out of town and we broke down and Kev didn't hesitate to come and bring us gallons and gallons of water and antifreeze and all this stuff way out on this back road. And uh, yeah, without any hesitation, he came, bought all that stuff and just brought it. Just so amazing. That reminded me of my brother Terry. 30 years ago, Angela and I, when we were dating, we were on a little motorcycle like way up in Grass Valley or something. We called Terry at like 2 in the morning because we had broken down out there, flat tire or something, I can't remember. He didn't hesitate. He came, picked us up, and uh, and brought us home. And uh, yeah, these just amazing things these brothers do. Now, next one, Pat. Pat invited me and let me come along on this most miraculous um, adventure we had. We... We walked all up from France all the way across the northern part of um, Spain on the Camino de Santiago walk, and uh, we saw miracle after miracle. And Pat's selflessness, selflessness, and all of that just amazed me. I couldn't. Uh, it just, it just awoke in me all these new insights of my brothers. And then uh, Mike, Mike, and I served in the war in uh, Desert Storm. And, I mean, there was like, you know, hundreds of thousands of people out there across this huge Saudi Arabia. And Mike was in his Humvee. He came and found me, and I do not know how. But, you know, you're so lonely out there, and and you're out in the desert for weeks and weeks at a time. He came and found me. One day I happened to be in uh, doing some laundry. We got to go in like every three weeks. And he and I went and... Like got this big chicken each to eat and stuff, but it was just amazing. I couldn't believe my brother was out there, and then um, and then finally Dan, Dan took me under his wing when all the dot coms went bust. He he helped me out so much in Reading. Uh, he helped me financially, um, just emotionally, over and over again. And again, we had broken down, or we were up in Montgomery Creek, and we were snowed in. And a, a neighbor put Angela and us in a bucket of a tractor and took us out to the main road because we were like a mile off. Dan didn't hesitate. He came up and, and took us down to his place and, and took care of us. I mean, I, I have so many stories. These are just a few of how awesome this family is. And like Kevin said, this was mom and dad, how they, how they taught us. And yeah, it just, um, it just amazes me to this day. Thank goodness you have better vehicles now. Yeah. <laughs> Don't keep breaking sure. down. Good memory. I'll say lost. Yeah. That's amazing, Tim. And I'll just say, this is Dan. Just lost in that translation is is Tim. Yeah. And what Tim's done for each and every one of us. Uh, Tim is the first one to call, make, make sure everything's okay. He's helped out financially, but it's not even the financially part. Tim's so talented, right? If you if you have a problem with your uh, your car or your computer or whatever, you you take the time and and, I, and you have a stressful job. And I always know you're stressed and and you have and and your times 
very important and you it, you wouldn't know it because you always take the time out for every one of us so i mean tim i could i could state countless times that tim's helped myself and i know he's helped uh the rest of you in many different ways too so we're we're very lucky because i i talked to lots of different uh, people and when they find out that there's six of us first of all they didn't know there's six of us if they went to school with kevin or tim the oldest they didn't know there's you know mike or myself or or mike and myself went to school and they didn't know there's four other older brothers and it's but we would do anything for each other uh so and people don't have that you you hear these families they're they're definitely not all together and uh and to this day we were raised we were raised right and we've we've carried it on our kids and our nieces and our nephews are amazing the partners that we are with they they deserve a lot of credit because they're very patient with us. It's not easy. Yeah, Yeah, I've always thought whoever like you're with, Dan, they they deserve a lot of praise (laughs) because they do put up with a lot. I walked into that one. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I I mean, more than any human being should actually ever (laughs) put up with. Have to endure. I I was listening to the bishop. um, He was the bishop of Arlington the other day, and he was talking about Whoever chooses to be with Dan Kern, <laughs> you get a plenary indulgence yeah. and you'll go straight to heaven because for All sure right. you've done your penance here on, on earth. And That's not enough. I, I don't know yeah. how he knew you, but he seemed to know you. Yeah, Dan gets Dan, around. Yeah, Dan taught him how to spin on his knee on the cardboard. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's it. Well, I think for sure after uh, the presents that you gave us this year, and you know, we're we're a large family, and I think uh, um, <laughs> large, <laughs> yeah. larger. Than and Tim reminds me we're getting larger and larger. Yeah, our larger girth, it, but um, <laughs> but that that we stopped giving each other presents. Um, really, the present was just really spending time together, and um, but Dan uh, spoiled us yeah. this year and got us. Um, Really, t- tell us the story about um, how you chose, what you chose, and how you chose them. What, what, what did you do to find out what uh, the person's preference was? I just asked uh, what their favorite college was, and and uh, once I found that out, I I um, ordered uh, college sweat sh- sweatshirts for each of the brothers, and then uh, and then real quick, Barbara and I were introduced to this book called The Secret. Uh, this this year and it's uh after we went through the fire and lost everything uh this f- couple months after we were presented with this book and it's really changed our lives and so i wanted to share it and, and make sure i got each of uh the brothers and their families this book and i think it's uh it's something to uh to take time and read so the secret that's not a book that tells you to uh, make sure you replace your battery and your smoke detector every year is it? that's the secret no yeah, yeah. <laughs> wrote a book about it okay who are we missing who hasn't who hasn't uh chimed in yet in our in our our safety circle here Miguel, uh, that'd be me uh mike um well, there's just so many things to say to say what I'm blessed with uh, for this last year. My health hasn't been the greatest, and uh, other things have come up, like car accidents and some different things. And uh, just really, we have been, with all the stuff that has happened, I've been so blessed with all the brothers and what they've brought to the table and pitched in. And so would, each brother brings unique gifts to the table. Um, give you the shirt off their back i mean um but all in different ways so um 
uh, there's just too many things to say that I'm blessed with, but totally. I feel really blessed to be part of this family. I, I think many of us agree with that as well. You know, I was, I've been thinking for the last couple of days what, what I'm going to share. And, and um, gosh, there's just so many things. And, you know, on the podcast, I think I share a lot of really my thoughts and my ideas. And in some of the books that I've written, I, I think I'm kind of transparent in a lot of ways. And so I think a lot of you are, are know some of my thoughts as well. But, but um, there's one thing that comes to mind. Well, actually, there's quite a few, but there's a theme that's running through this year, and it has to do with uh, my, my job and also working at the parish and, and traveling around. I think many of you know that um, <clears throat> although raised in California, a few years ago we left and we were missionaries in Guatemala for a year, and then we went to Idaho for a few years, and then we came back to California, but to Sacramento, to a town we hadn't been to before, assigned to another and there really has been a theme of really being transitory in, in some way or being missionaries with a missionary heart. And um, for someone who really likes to have routine in, in my life and knowing the people that are around me and knowing what to expect, to have all of this change and this transition and these new encounters um, it, it can be a little stressful sometimes. But I think what the blessing for me is, is I've had the opportunity to meet so many new people and to establish new relationships and you don't have a history with them so for because for a lot of us we build a history with people around us and and even though you know we might make some mistakes in life they have enough history that they know really who we are and we've had enough time to redeem ourselves but when you're presenting yourself new um, they they know nothing about you they have nothing invested in you and you really have to really think about who you are and how do you want to present to these people and so anyway all these new encounters I've been able to meet a lot of these new people establish relationships with them and um, really cultivate kind of a spiritual relationship with them and and to think about how do I want to present myself and do I want to be or am I a reflection of, of God to them and to really think about how I'm living my own life and it's humbling in a lot of ways but um, but I think it's been a great opportunity for me and I, I know that's not too deep probably but um, but anyway I just see um, especially I start a new job on on Monday at a new place and I'll, I'll have I don't know probably about a hundred and fifty employees and so I'm thinking about how, how am I going to present myself to them and who how do I want them to see me and are they actually going to see me for the person that I want to be, that God created me to be. And so I'll be working on that for the next six months or so, and we'll see how this year goes. I, I really think 2020 is going to be just this transformational year for so many of us. I think some of my brothers and I are really in, in embracing this. We've been talking about it and thinking about how we can become the best versions of ourselves for this year. And that not only means just being healthy and taking the best care physically of ourselves, but also how are we going to shape really our mind and our attitude and our soul? And how are we going to work to cultivate a deeper prayer life and really to be that honest reflection of what we believe in life and, and to live our faith to the utmost because that's really where happiness comes from is knowing really uh, also in humility too knowing really who we are in through the eyes of God and who he's calling us to be 
So those are just some of my thoughts. Um, anybody want to add anything as we've gone around the table and shared some of our thoughts and feelings and ideas? You know, I think it's interesting that uh, for me, when I was younger, everything was defined by certain stages. It would be like the beginning of school, the end of school, summer, the start of school. Um, it wasn't so much seasonal as it was different events that came in a schedule. And then when I got out of school, not having kids, uh, there were no school schedules and things just kind of blended into this period of time and nothing really defined it. And now we're coming out this back end and starting to really think about events. I, again, a little preoccupied with we're six and I wonder when we're going to be five and four and wanting to embrace being six. But now we've got some things that we're planning and, and I'm kind of focused on those times. So for example, you know, if we're going to do, you know, we've talked about doing this Ireland, Ireland trip next year and trying to do it while there's still six of us. And so I'm very focused on that. You know, Dan, your wedding, which is going to be in next year. And, you know, that's a big event and looking forward to that. And that's a stake in time. And, you know, we're now in the decade of retirement for all of us. And when are we going to get there? Where we're going to then and what's life going to be like then? And so there's these things that are trying to squeeze in while we still have life and knowing that life is finite, you know, and it's, and we're on that journey and it's no longer this, how long are we going to live? Oh, don't worry about it. It's so far in the distance. No, not really. And we don't know anyway when we're going to die, but even if we live a full life, we're living a full life. So, um, we really, really got to make the most out of the time that we have left and, and embrace it. And so I think just a little more focused on that than I ever have been before. I think that gives us a lot to think about for this year. And I, and I hope um, this little conversation we've had sitting around the table gives you something to ponder as well. Well, God willing, hopefully we can gather again next year and uh, you'll hear from the Kearns clan. And I hope you have a wonderful holiday season and a, just a beautiful new year. And always know that God loves you and that he's always waiting for you to turn back towards him so he can keep you in his loving embrace. May God bless you and may God always keep you. From the Catholic Journey, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Amen. Whoop, whoop.